Hey, my name's Logan. And my name is Squilliam Fancy Sun. Sorry, it's what? Squidward Fancy Sun. I feel like if we're doing a SpongeBob episode, I should be... We're not doing a SpongeBob episode. What do you mean? <laughs> um, we're do Okay. Uh, <laughs> what I'll do you mean? What, I'll tell you what I mean in a second after I introduce the show. Before we talk about what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I got prepped for SpongeBob. Okay, so this this <laughs> this is a show called Marketer's Cut, where believe it or not, me and Alyssa over here. Oh, her name's Alyssa. She did not say that, but it is me and Alyssa. Uh, love to talk about movie marketing and um, more recently TV marketing. Um, so this week we're talking about uh, something that Alyssa thinks is SpongeBob. It's actually a wait. What's your favorite SpongeBob character? Like, if you could be a character, who would you be? I would be Squidward Fancy Son. He's so rich. He was in band class with Squidward. He goes, ha, ha, ha. Um, what was, what's your character? I'd be the pirate. The human pirate? Yeah. Man? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so uh, we're actually not talking about SpongeBob at all. Um, we're talking about a show called Squid Game. Um, it's a little show. You might have heard of it. That is on Netflix now. Um, we watched it recently. Uh, uh, we mentioned last week we may, not, we may not do an episode this week because we were kind of busy. But, you know, we watched this uh, over the week and decided to do an episode on what is probably one of the most popular Netflix shows of all time or, or could very well be very soon. Fair enough. Um, so let's go ahead and get started talking about Squid Game. Um, you know, before we jump into it, uh, what did you like about it? Did you like it? Why is that any of your business? Well, I was thinking maybe the listener would want to know. Um, I thought it was very good. Okay. Okay. Um, wait, no. wait, wait, what did you think about it? I also thought it was very good. Great. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Well, um, again, the show is called Squid Game. It is written and directed by Huang Dong-hyuk. And here's a synopsis from IMDb. Hundreds of cash-strapped players accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games. Inside, a tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. A survival game that has a whopping 45.6 billion won prize at stake. This was released on September 17th, 2021. What? Yes. But we just watched it like it just came out. I know. So it's actually, I, I, it's very interesting to me because I remember watching Midnight Mass last last week. It came out on September 24th. And I was kind of seeing stuff about Squid Game the weekend Midnight Mass came out. I just kind of assumed they both came out on the same weekend. And I was like, damn, this is unfortunate for Midnight Mass because Squid Game is popping off. And no one's really talking about Midnight Mass that much. Um, turns out the uh, Squid Game actually came out the week before. Um, and it had a little bit of time to organically grow, for that word of mouth to spread. And by the time it started really popping off was like about a week later when Midnight Mass came out. Hmm. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about it later, but like this show didn't have, at least in the U.S., um, that I can see a lot of like marketing and hype around it. It was very just, um, I don't think, I don't think anyone at Netflix expected this to be a worldwide hit. Um... So, you know, it did take a little bit of time to, to get popular, but a week, two weeks into its run, um, you know, extremely, extremely popular, and it's everywhere now, you know? Wait, hold up. I need to make a call. A call? Yeah. Okay. 
Hello, Netflix? Yeah, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you think that this is a good one? Like, what would... Did you watch it at all? Or did you just put it up? Because I feel like if you watched it, you would have been like, oh, maybe this is going to be a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah, alright. Okay. Okay, bye. Was that entire conversation about the question you asked, or did they have some other stuff that wanted to, to like, they're like, oh, I forgot to talk to you about this on our, our, our <laughs> weekly call last week? They said that they didn't watch it. Oh, okay. They didn't watch it at all. They just put it up. Cool. I think we could probably make a video and send it to them, and they just put it up. But they wouldn't watch it. Wow. Who <laughs> just being us singing a song about poops and farts. Well, I don't want to do that. I would not love to do that. <laughs> yeah, but if we did, they wouldn't watch it. That's true. That's true. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the word of mouth has been very important for the show. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 94% critic score um, and an 86% audience score. Um, that, it's great, you know. I, it's, it, it's doing really, really well. And um, Ted Sarandos, uh, the CEO, some maybe the chief of content or something in Netflix, I might get his title wrong, um, spoke recently and actually kind of dumped a lot of Netflix data, you know, just kind of released a lot of this data that normally Netflix doesn't share. And they talked about like, you know, um, their most watched shows, their most engaged, um, engaged with shows and everything. And then he also said in this presentation that Squid Game is on pace to be its most popular show ever. Like if the viewership numbers hold, then like it will be its most popular show ever, which is very impressive. You know what I'm saying? Wait, I'm getting another call. Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, Reed. Yeah, I know you didn't watch it. I know you didn't watch it. Reed? Yeah. Hold on one second, Reed. Logan, there are two fucking CEOs for Netflix. Reed and Ted. Um, oh, there's two CEOs. Yeah, and I'm talking to Reed right now on the phone. I really probably shouldn't keep him on Okay, hold. okay. I'll let you get back to Reed. <laughs> Reed, I no. Ted told me you guys didn't watch it. I just don't get it. Why wouldn't you watch it? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just okay. Uh huh. Okay. All right. All right, Reed. I gotta go. We're doing the podcast. Okay. All right. Bye. Do you want to explain to me why? You're, um, you know, on speed dial terms with Ted and Reed, and uh, and they haven't promoted our podcast yet. They don't really like our podcast. Do you think it's because you you did a little call in the middle of it and said, "Hey, Netflix, what the fuck?" Do you think that's why? Um, no, we're we have that relationship, but they just don't like, like just how they didn't watch Squid Game because they thought it was gonna be stupid. They don't listen to our podcast because they think it's gonna be stupid. I mean, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. That's what I said. I was like, okay, whatever Ted and want to do. I mean, they're the ones who own Netflix. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Um, so this actually was, or uh, it is currently the most popular show on Netflix in 90 different countries, which is, that's global, if you ask me. That's worldwide. I only know, like, five countries. It's the, it's the pit bull of Netflix shows. Can you list those 90 countries? I don't think I know a lot of them. I cannot list them, but can you respond to my joke where I said it's the pit bull of Netflix shows? It's the Mr. Worldwide of Netflix shows. That's not a good... That's why Ted and Reed don't listen to our podcast. Do you see what I'm saying? 
When what? you say that, they, they were, I mean, I'm sure they listened to the episode and they heard something like that and they were like, oh God, and they just stopped listening. Do you think Ted and Reed listened to Mr. Worldwide? For sure not. Oh, okay, okay, fine. I'm sorry, Pitbull, that uh, Ted and Reed, your, your two most um, sought after fans don't listen to you. I'm really sorry. Uh, Unless... Unless? Unless there was a Pitbull documentary that they decided to put on Netflix, then maybe they would, you know, dabble in him. But I don't think there is one on Netflix right now. If there's a Pitbull documentary in the next six months, we know that Ted and Reed listen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, moving on, uh, you know, it's, it's been very popular. Netflix is actually getting sued right now by internet provider SK Broadband. Um because they want Netflix to pay for costs from increased network traffic and maintenance work <laughs> due to an apparent surge of viewers on the platform. This is fucking wild to me. And it, it may seem like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. But but there very well could have been like a kind of a contract in place where Netflix is like, hey, we're going to pay you for this much uh, bandwidth or whatever. You're going to provide this much. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. um, or, you know, this could just be an internet provider that has nothing to do with Netflix and you're just really pissed at them. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I thought it was very funny, though. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So, Ted and Reed, um, make sure your lawyers are getting on that. They're, Logan, they're not listening. Stop talking to them. You they're can not call listening. them. No, they can, I, can I call? No. Okay, great. They said, please do not give our number to Logan. I already told you they really don't like you that much, and that's why they don't listen to the podcast. So Okay. Well... <laughs> Well, um, I, I read this other tweet today, too, that said um, Squid Game creator Huang Dong-hyuk wrote the show in 2009, but was rejected by studios for 10 years. He once had to stop writing the script and sell his laptop for $675 due to money struggles. Um, and now it's the number one show in 90 countries and set to become the most watched show in Netflix history. Yeah, I give this man a Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize. Nope. Nobel Peace <laughs> We don't yeah. want to use the copyright of Nobel Peace Prize, so we have Nobel, the the um, better prize. Yeah, TM, TM. Yeah, TM, TM. Um, there's actually some kind of discourse right now on Twitter about this, because like, it's being framed as like a, a nice story of perseverance, but then a lot of other people are like, no, this is, studios are being fucking dumb for 10 years. Like, This isn't a story of perseverance, this is a story of how bad studios are at picking content. And like, maybe... Maybe. I think the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? I think it's very hard to, to actually know what's going to... Can, you can pick a show that's going to be successful, most likely. But mm-hmm. to know what's going to be a hit this big, I think it's more of a crapshoot, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily think you can manufacture or, like, on the business side, create a hit this big that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. So, Ted joined in 2019 on Netflix, I yeah. believe. 2019 and so or 2020 oh that's a rough year for someone to join Netflix. well then never mind i was thinking maybe because he joined he was the one who someone came to him and they're like what about this one and he didn't watch it but he was like yeah go for it i love the name squid game wow but he, there's no way because if if it was in 10 years 2019 so it wasn't ted ted huh. ted was just there when it was okay. you know happening i guess great great um Let's try to talk a little bit about why this show is so popular, though. Um, I mean, it's good. It's a good show. It's a great show. That's why it's popular. I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, yeah, I think so. And it's kind of weird. Um, so before we talk about this, like, there are a lot of articles. If you search, like, anything about Squid Game, there are so many that's, like, 
How the hell is Squid Game the most popular show right now? Are you wondering how Squid Game's popular? And, like, I just don't feel like I saw these articles when, like, Bridgerton was huge. Or The Witcher was huge. Or Stranger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People more like, yeah, those could be hits. That's fine. But this show that is, that is you know, made in, in Korea, spoken in Korean and everything, people are just losing their shit about how it could possibly be popular across the world. And it feels a little bit, a little bit, um, what's the word? Loaded? When you're asking these questions, you know? Do you get what I'm saying? Kind of. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think, you, you, we can talk about why it's a hit, but I think there's a weird uh, amount of shock that it's a hit. And it's like, no, that's just, no. So, I mean, one of the articles I looked at is an NBC News article, which, um, Interesting, you know, that it's, they have a big article talking about, like, a, a hit on Netflix and everything. But, um, you know, their, their main reason for why they think it's a hit is word of mouth. Which, yeah, word of mouth, it, it's good. That one makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing they said is, like, meme potential. And, like, that's a chicken or the egg kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it a hit because of the memes? Or do the memes only exist because it was a hit in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and again, memes are one of those things where you can't manufacture a meme. You can't manufacture, like, a TikTok trend. Like, like brands try to do it all the time, and all that happens is their hashtag gets hijacked by anything else. You remember? You remember the yeah. In the Heights Challenge thing where, like, people were just posting anything, and they had the hashtag In the Heights Challenge on there? Yeah, or hashtag Nut Game. Yeah, Nut Game is one that is happening now, but I don't know what's going on with it. <laughs> But I did read a little bit about it. Do you know what's going on with Nut Game? I know it's a big deal. They said let's do Nut Game, and everyone said, "What the fuck?" Oh, that's the that's the that's the um, Nutter Butter one, right? Yeah, and everyone's like, "Hey, Nutter Butter, that was not a good one. That was a bad yeah. one." No, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it later. But some brands are also really trying to hijack the popularity um, in questionable ways. That one very questionable. <laughs> um, Listen, I can see how you'd be like. Why is this popular? Because people, we know people who do not like to watch subtitles. We know people who are... Well, yeah, but it's, there have been other subtitled hits. I mean, that's true. And I think that Parasite has pushed this out, out of its vagina. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) I... In a way that everyone's like, wow, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe people were skeptical before Parasite about... I don't know exactly. Well, but then they were like, you know what? Parasite did a good job. And this is also supposed to be like kind of thrillery. Like, let's yeah. give it a fucking try. I, I do know like, personally of people that, that Parasite has converted them into a subtitle accepting viewer and stuff. But I, one thing... And I, I don't know how much weight there is to any of this. But one thing the NBC News article brought up is this sort of like... Um, this sort of the the growth of like Korean culture in the U.S. in general. So like Parasite Truth. and like Bong Joon Ho's like popularity is one aspect of that. Like Parasite blew up in the U.S. and then because of that, a lot of his films also blew up in the U.S. And then K-pop. Yes, K-pop is another one that that NBC News actually brought up. Um, so you have things like BTS and Blackpink, which are are huge. Like you're seeing Blackpink albums in Target and stuff. You know, you're seeing Blackpink. Merch in H and M. Exactly, like it's it, that's everywhere too. Um, and then this was not in the NBC News article, but another one that I I think is relevant is Train to Busan, a hit zombie film. You know that's in Korean, 
um, that's getting a, a U.S. remake. Um, which, you know, has sparked a lot of debate and everything, but it's also getting a remake. And another one that just popped into my mind was Snowpiercer, which, while not in Korean, while it's spoken in English, you know, uh-huh. is directed by Bong Joon-ho and then got a TV series on FX. So, like, a lot of this media from Korea... Um, hey, guess where that stemmed from? It, a lot, a good bit of that is from the popularity of Parasite right out the vagina. A lot of the stuff is before Parasite. Okay, well, I know, but people are... Snowpiercer, you know what, who did that? That amazing man who did Parasite. Vagina. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um. Yep. You're in shock. I just don't know what to say to you. <laughs> um, another thing that the, the article brought up is how quote-unquote accessible Netflix makes their their offerings. So, you know, for this film, it is offered in, sorry, not film, TV show. It's offered in 37 different languages, um, subtitles in 37 languages, dubs in 34 languages, allowing, you know, people who would rather not read subtitles to enjoy it too or people who can't speak the language to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Now, there's been a lot of talk about the quality of the subtitles and dubs. And, like, even today, I we watched it, in Korean with English subtitles. Um, and, you know, we there's a lot of stuff online about how the English subtitles are bad and they leave out really important context and they were sort of lazily done. Um, probably, you know, done in the cheapest way possible just so they could have it out there. I would even argue that maybe Netflix didn't think the show would be a hit in the U.S. So they only did English subtitles as, like, uh, not a formality, but, like, oh, we just do this for everything, so let's throw some English subtitles on it, too, you know? Um... But then we watched it with the English dub with the English subtitles on, and, like, they do not match up at all. Like, they're saying completely different things. Yeah. Um, which is weird. And I don't know, you know, we, we've seen that, like, the subtitles don't match up with the Korean dialogue and everything. So I'm wondering if maybe the, the English dub is more in line with that Korean dialogue, or if it's just equally as bad. I don't know. Um... So while they do make it accessible, there is, you know, kind of a discussion to be had around, like, the quality of that. And clearly it didn't affect the show that much. But there could be other shows that, um, you know, are in whatever language that are not getting translated well to other countries. And they, they don't become a hit. Maybe because people just don't like them. Because they seem bad. Because, you know, the dialogue just doesn't make sense. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think it's an interesting part of it. Um... And another thing to note too is like it's not the first English English or sorry non English language show to be a giant hit for Netflix like worldwide Lupin was a French show that was really big and Money Heist is also huge and that's in Spanish so there's there's already like a, a precursor to this happening on Netflix um, which kind of brings me back to like it's not that that much of a shock that this show is successful it's really not I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's impressive, and it, it easily could have been watched, but not the most popular show in the world. But, like, I, I just didn't see the same sort of shock with other, like, English-speaking shows. Um, in terms of the marketing, uh, there's some... So this feels a little disjointed, and I think it's probably because it is, because Netflix is a global company with different divisions across the world. So I'm making the assumption here that these three different things I'm about to bring up were done by three different divisions, three different marketing teams and everything, okay? So one, a replica of that doll that is in the red light, green light game mm-hmm. um, was exhibited on Ortigas Avenue in the Philippines in September. 
Um, you know, that's cool. Some nice, like, guerrilla marketing type thing. Get it out in the, in the public and stuff. Sounds like something I do. Exactly. Um, there was a set replica exhibit in Seoul, which was prematurely, prematurely closed due to COVID-19 complications. Um, you brought up Parasite. Do you remember in Parasite, they did, like, the, the tour of where it was shot and everything, which is very controversial. You remember mm-hmm. that? Um, but, you know, it, it seems like a theme in some Korean marketing is, like, getting people in there where it is and everything, you know? Um, and some Squid Game pop-up store, uh, there was a Squid Game pop-up store in Paris with a chance to win a one-month subscription by, you know, playing a, a little children's game there. Subscription of what, BarkBox? To Netflix. Uh, FabFitFun? To Netflix. Um. Hulu? These are very, okay. <laughs> these are, these are very different things. They're, they're very different and they do feel a little bit disjointed, you know? Like, they don't feel like they're part of a larger thing. They're... I didn't hear about any of these, you know what I'm saying? And because none of them was in the U.S. It doesn't seem like there was a lot of marketing in the U.S. at all for this. Now there will be, I'm sure. There, Netflix is going to push like, oh, we have Squid Game. Subscribe to us for that. But like there wasn't. Um, you want to talk about some brands jumping on the hype? Sure. Okay. Well, you already mentioned well, Nutter Butter tweeted, well, forget about Squid Game. We want Nut Game. Hashtag Nut Game. Hashtag Nut Game, which is very funny. Um... Hashtag nut game is just a great hashtag. <laughs> but we have another brand now. I don't know what this bank is, but it's RHB. Um, and they have, you know, you can get a little design on your credit card sometimes. So they have a credit card with a design with the circle triangle square thing. Um, you know, the card that the, I would say the murderers in yeah. the show give out to people, <laughs> give out to the poor people. So I personally... So they could murder them. I personally wouldn't trust this card. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... That's not a good idea. Yeah, I don't think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, and this last one isn't, it isn't a brand hopping on it, but it's more like people just getting excited about Squid Game and everything. Some people created a custom Squid Game, custom game, I said that weird, a Squid Game custom game in Roblox. So that's Roblox's <laughs> second appearance on this podcast. We're all, we're coming up on a year of doing this podcast. We started at Roblox and, um, you know. We're, we're rounding it out with Roblox, baby. Wow. Yeah, um, full circle. So, um. Yeah. What do you feel about Perfect way to get children to be interested in murder. Yeah. Great. Cool. Um, Well, that's all I have. You know, we normally talk about a trailer and post you here. Guess what? We're not doing that today because we didn't see a trailer before the show. We heard about it through word of mouth. I don't think a lot of people saw a trailer before the show. There may not even be one. I'm sure there is one. But um, we're not even going to talk. We're not going to waste time talking about it because, honestly, who cares? Um... (laughs) Good job. No, we're, we, we've we already spent a lot of time talking about some good stuff. Let's talk about our own ideas now. Our own ideas that are going to be better than our favorite. Easy peasy. Okay. Lemon squeezy. Go for it. Squids. <laughs> okay. Um, elabor- so, elaborate. So, squids, you put them places, and you say, what's this? And the squid comes with a card. The card. But on the card, it says, watch Squid Game. Because you see the squid on the street. You're in New York City and you see a squid and you're like, what the fuck is that? And you look on it, taped to it is the card that says, watch Squid Game on Netflix. There's so many squids out. Dead squids. Squids are dead. Okay. Ooh, another good idea is you're at an aquarium and there are a bunch of squids there and they they swim in the shape of what's on the card. The, the circle. The triangle. The square. Whatever order they come in. How do you make them do that? They're, they're trained. You know, they train animals to do a bunch of stuff at the have aquarium. Have you ever, and, and I'm not saying it's not possible, have you ever in your life seen a trained squid? 
No, but I've seen a lot of other trained animals at the aquarium. <laughs> they don't. I don't think they have a lot of squids at the aquarium, but I bet if they did, they'd be training them. Okay. Um, that's a lot to handle. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a really good idea. I just thought of the phrase squid pro quo, and I don't know what it means. <laughs> and I don't know how to, how to come up with a marketing idea with it, but like, what about... You know, because quid pro quo means, like, you do something for me, I'll do something for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually used in a lot of sexual harassment training videos. Because there's there's two bad types of sexual harassment in the workplace. There is quid pro quo, which is like, hey, do a bad thing with me and I'll promote you. Mm-hmm. Very bad. Do not do that. I've learned this through many videos. And also, um, I've also learned it just from being, a, I think, a hopefully decent person. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and the other one is a hostile workplace, hostile workplace environment, which is, you know, someone's walking by and you're like, hey, look at that thigh, loving it. And you make somebody feel uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I, this, I don't well, want to use Now this. I feel like you're talking about a giant squid that makes people uncomfortable to watch the show. And I just don't think that's appropriate. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to say that to say that that's not the quid pro quo that I mean. I just mean, like, general, you know, you do something for me, I do something for you. Squid pro quo. You watch Squid Game, I'll give you a squid. I don't think people want squids. I'll give you an episode of Squid Game if you give me um, another good show idea. Because we're Netflix, and we apparently were skipping out on some good ones for a while. What if you you made people play the game where you have to slap it down and flip the the thing? Uh-huh. Slap it down and flip the thing. Everyone knows what I'm talking about, correct? If they've seen it, yeah, probably. Um, if not, then they have no fucking <laughs> clue. Um, you can like do that, but like if you, but like you don't get slapped. If you lose, you like I don't know. They give you like a little, a little like squid, squid merch, squid game merch. Okay. Here's, if, a, here's a squid game shirt. What if you did a companion podcast where you have two people who were kind of just like, they're like, for each episode where there's a game in it. You have a little podcast, and it's kind of some people, you know, they do a little pre-game talk show. They do a little narration of the game, you know, like uh, like commentating the game, and then they do a little post-game thing, kind of like a sports show. That's actually a decent idea. Yeah. One of, one of the most decentest ideas you've maybe had. Wow. Not good, just decent. Wow, okay, well, unwell. <laughs> um... Can we go back to squid pro quo? Is there anything else with this? You're trying to... Do you want a squid to sexually harass people? I no, that's not me. what I want. It's just what I keep imagining. Um, it's not what I want. Okay, well then tell me what you want then. Uh, I'm well, waiting. Is there another good squid pun? No? Now listen. Take this, take the squid off the pickle jar. Instead of a lid, you have pickle jars with squids on it. Nope. Okay. That's so... <laughs> bad um i mean spongebob's still running every day they're still doing their thing it's been first episode was probably in 95 98 that's a good guess so it's been going for a good bit and they're still going and i just think maybe you have an episode where sponge baby baby squidward Mm -hmm. him and squilliam and all their other classmates play these games Okay. Because they are squids. And um, they also put this, they let this one get on Netflix. All right. 
No, I feel you. I got another thing, though. Look. Okay, so you didn't like my idea. I mean, I'm trying to get away from Spongebob. I just... <laughs> We're I just don't know what else to say. It's more about squids. Well, it's not. <laughs> it's a SpongeBob thing. Um, here we go. You ready? I Okay, this show is already big. It's already successful. We don't need more marketing ideas for this show. But it is going to have a season two. But then what the fuck are we talking about? It's going to have a season two. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, enough of the hostility. This is a hostile workplace environment right now. Um, it's going to have a season two. And um, what's something they can do alongside a season two? Companion podcast. I already talked about it. Amazing. You know what else I could do? A companion reality show. A companion competition show. You don't kill the losers, but you actually... Let's do a real squid game. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, though, because the whole point is that you kill them really good. Well, yeah, maybe you act like you kill them, but you don't. And also, they only played, like, a couple of games. Like, you, <laughs> you're not really going to get a lot of episodes from that. Uh, you know, you act like you kill them. What's that show that was on Netflix that we watched a couple episodes of? Um... You know where they had, like, the obstacle course they have to go, and they're in, like, the lava? Oh, the floor is lava, right? You know what it's called? Yeah. Um, do you remember when you fall in the lava? Like, the way they cut it is, like, they fall under the water, and then they never come up, and then they make the other teammates, like, act like their partner just died? Yeah. Yeah, so you just do that for Squid Game. <laughs> I just... But you'd only get, like, six episodes. If that, I mean, the, the things don't really take that long. I know. So it'd be a short show. Have you ever watched Survivor? No. Well, so Survivor, they have, like, multiple games per episode, but you could just, like, fill a lot of it with these people just hanging out in their little room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's, like, an hour-long show, but they do a couple games per show. They're talking, you pull people away, and they do the little interview interview cutaways, you know, the interview inserts and stuff like that. Like, man, I did not think I was going to win Red Light, Green Light, but then my, my boy here helped me out. Camera zooms out. Boy's right beside him getting interviewed. He's like, I did, because I don't want my friend to die. Wink. He does a big wink. Because, like, you want to make people think they're going to die. But he also, like, doesn't want people... Wait, to... wait, wait. Sorry. Reed's calling me again. Okay. <laughs> He's calling you this time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me answer real quick, and then I'll tell you about it. Okay. Hey, Reed, give me one second. We're still doing the podcast. I have to look at something. Okay, so... Reed and, and Ted can hear us. Because there's Netflix on our TV, which means they can hear in all of our rooms. We, we, they, we hear for you? They hear for you? They yes. hear for us? Do you get the reference I'm making? Yes. Yes! That's a succession reference, guys. Um, so, Woo. that's why he knows we're talking about this right now. Okay, he great. He knows what we're talking about. Well, this. um, hello, Reed. Uh, I get, what you can't Ted? talk back to what me. What about Ted? Um, hello, Reed and Ted. I get, um, Ted, Ted Reed is what I like to say sometimes. Um. Hurry up, he's really holding for me on the phone. I get that you can't talk back to me. Um, if you ever want to, just give me a call. DM me on Twitter. What's your phone number? Say it on the podcast. I'm not saying it on the podcast. Um, Reed knows it. He, we all know <laughs> he does Reed. It. He does it. He doesn't want to talk to you. He hates you. We all know t- okay, Ted Reed knows it. Okay, Reed. I know. I thought. I think the survivor idea is stupid, too. But, yeah, I know. Um, okay, yeah, I'll tell him maybe we should end the podcast because he just keeps saying dumb shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know we're not trying to ruin your reputation. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll text it to you. Yeah. Okay. I've never felt so alone. Okay. Bye. I've never felt so alone. Okay. Reese says that the, you can't even mention 
It's almost like illegal for you to even mention Survivor because Netflix doesn't own Survivor. And he says it's also a stupid idea because now he's seen the show and he thinks it's stupid of you to, like, talk about Survivor and that didn't really make sense. He also said, he, like, how would you make the episodes long enough? So he said, we, maybe we should just wrap it up. This is so funny that Reed <laughs> just happens to agree with everything you say. It's weird that you guys are almost like... Like a hot mind, you know? Well, Ted keeps calling me, but I, I'm I'm done talking to Ted. He's probably on your side, but I won't answer his calls. Oh, great. Well, um, Ted, again, I'm always here. If you want to reach out, if you want to be on the podcast, Ted or Reed, we'd love to have you on. Um, great. So uh, I guess we're ending the episode because all I'm saying is dumb shit. Um, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Marketers Cut. Find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts or on YouTube. Learn more at marketerscut.com. I want to thank Jacob Wall for his art. Find more of his work on Instagram at Jacob Art Wall. Why are you laughing at me? Um, again, please drop us a review on iTunes. Um, you know, maybe one day we'll start climbing the charts. And you as a fan will have maybe some new friends with some, some other fans of the show. What would our um, fans be called? Um, Cutters? Yep. Well... <laughs> Um, cut. I like cut heads. What about market heads? Um, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mark heads? Nope, that makes it bad. <laughs> um, MCs. The idea is de- decent, but then it makes it more seem like we're a DJing podcast. I mean, are we not? We definitely are not. All right. <laughs> well, that's it again. Um, drop us a review on iTunes. It'd be great. It really helps uh, us get in front of more people. If you want to like retweet or share our podcast on social media, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at. I wouldn't be mad at you if you did it. I wouldn't. So if that's what you're worried about, like oh, I don't want Logan to be mad at me, don't worry about it. All right. Well. Um, well. Let's let's go. Leave like leave. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play it with music now, but I'm going to do some other squid puns. So isn't quid like a, it's either a term for an actual money or it's like slang. So you get like a, I think it's like British, like a British dude up in here like, oh, 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 my. Um, it's Australian every time. Oh, 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 my. Every time uh, it's Australian. Oh, you got some quid? Um, so, or so, sorry, I fucked it up. Oh, you got some squid? Um, great. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. I already said lid. Um. You were going to end it with a bunch of puns and you have one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Squid. Squid, squid. Uh, 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 uh